0: Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting through my six key priorities for my winter nutrition. I'm talking through another two priorities in today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Daily Dollop podcast, everyone. It's Kate here, your local, friendly, registered nutritionist. I'm the founder of an online program that teaches healthy eating habits called the Healthy Eating Hub, and a nutrition and dietetics clinic down in the beautiful city of Canberra called the Healthy Eating Clinic. And I just want to say thanks for tuning in to the show. As I mentioned in yesterday's podcast, we are coming up to the halfway mark of podcasting every day for a year. And it has been a mission and a half and tested me like nothing else, but nothing like a big goal, right? To, you know. Just keep you humble. Speaking about big goals, I talked about breaking these goals down into small achievable habits. Well, the Daily Dollar podcast has been broken down into small achievable steps, and this is how I get it done every week, albeit sometimes a little bit late. Sorry, Dave, who's my producer, he tolerates a lot from me. Thanks, Dave. Dave does a great job. Casco Media is my producer. Um, Hit them up on social, give them some love. They've got some awesome podcasts. But I just want to ask for your help, right? The Daily Dollar podcast does have a purpose. And my my mission is to change the conversation around food and nutrition and share the message that nutrition doesn't need to be stressful, that building habits is the best way to eat well long-term, and that you are a worthy and precious person regardless of what you eat. So can you help me get this podcast to number one on the health and fitness chart? I really, really need your help. I want to spread the podcast out. I want thousands of listeners every day. And all we would need to make that happen is for you guys who tune in every day, my lovely loyal listeners, is to share the podcast with three or four friends. Tell them why you like it. Chuck a post up on social. Make sure you tag me in it so I can say a huge big thank you to you. But let's get the podcast out there. Help me get the show to number one. I've been thinking of maybe popping a little competition together towards the end of this week. So stay tuned for that. But I would absolutely love you guys to help me get there. Let's do it together. Also leaving a review um, and a, a rating, like generally honest rating. If you don't like it, that's fine leave me one star. But if you love it, give me five stars, leave me a review. That also helps spread the podcast out there. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. So let's get stuck into the next two priorities for winter nutrition. I talked about maximizing my nutrient density. So just adding minimally processed foods in to my diet. And that's literally my goal is to just get the variety back into my diet. And also talking about small achievable habits and and just this concept around either, you know, just picking one thing that um, has the biggest fall in effect on focusing on that or having a couple of small achievable things that you can repeat daily and, and making them so easy that you can do them on your worst day. So my third priority for winter is to plan comfort food into my week. Now, because it's cold, I'm literally, I'm wanting more warming, comforty food. I was saying how I craved meat pies the other night. I'm wanting things like curries, soups. Um, oh, I'm just totally digging crusty bread with butter on it and then with a meal. There's this beautiful braised beef re- recipe. Just Google it. It's by Curtis Stone, the Coles guy. You know the guy on Coles? Yeah. Seriously, Google this recipe. It is delicious. I've made that a few times already this winter and it's really, you know, it's only June. It's so, so yummy. So I'm really wanting these comforting foods. And so the thing is, sometimes we can be really all or nothing with our nutrition. Um, But comfort food is food that's familiar, warm, satisfying and tasty. And it doesn't actually need to be unhealthy. And if you can ditch the all or nothing thinking, you can actually create yourself a super nutritious, satisfying meal that also is exactly what you felt like um, and tick all of those boxes if you can get your headspace in the right frame of mind. And that is simply learning to add nutrient-dense foods into your favorite comfort meals. So one of the things that I super love is hot chips dipped in aioli. It's literally hands down my favorite food. It's so yummy. Like being in a cafe, You know, do you know what's interesting actually is all the different sort of styles of aioli. Some aioli is super garlicky and I can taste it for the rest of the day. Some aioli is really salty. Some aioli is just on point that we've got chili aiolis and like Mexican style aiolis. Anyway, I feel like I'm becoming an aioli connoisseur. But we could be all or nothing with this whole idea of like maybe we pick up some hot chips and chicken and then that's all we eat, right? Now, I did an experiment once where a KFC box got brought home for dinner and I filled a a plate full of chicken um, and chips. And so, you know, like there's wicked wings and I don't know, what are they called, the crispy strips and blah, 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 chicken. It's weird actually. We eat like chicken in five different ways. And then what I did was I added up the energy of a full plate of just chicken and chips. And it came to around 1400 calories of energy, which is a lot of energy for one meal. Your average energy need for the whole day for an average person is around 2000. So you could see like 1400, boom, right? And that doesn't include if we had some soft drink or dessert afterwards either. So you can see how it's pretty easy to consume more energy than your body needs. Now, what I also did was I played it up chicken and chips plate model style, which is what I teach in my online program. There's a whole six-week module on building a balanced meal, which actually is a key part of one, maximizing nutrient density, and two, learning to appropriately portion control your food for really good long-term weight management, but also feel full and satisfied. So I plate modeled the chicken and chips, so it had half a plate of big salad on it, quarter of a plate of the hot chips, a quarter of a plate of chicken. And then what I did was weighed and measured up that food. And that came to 700 calories. So still a little high than what I would suggest for a regular meal, but 50% less than the plate of chicken and chips. Like if you can see how you could ditch this all or nothing mindset, and if you regularly plate modeled your favorite comfort food, that you could still incorporate that into your diet semi-regularly and it not be a a blowout or a cheat day. It's just you eating and listening to your body and making choices based on what you want, but also making choices based on what nourishes your body and helps you achieve your goals as well. And there are a myriad of different ways that you can implement this, this one piece of advice. So it's like a side salad, right, to chicken and chips or a side salad to pizza. It could be you feeling like some crusty bread and butter and you serve that up with a big bowl of vegetable soup or you make burgers and you um, have a grainy bread roll with a salad on the side or some roast like carrot or parsnip chips on the side. Whatever it is, it's just about thinking, can I add some veggies to my meal? Could I add some, um, you know, high fiber carbohydrates to this meal? Could I make the the meat patty or the chicken? Could I cook that myself? That kind of thing. And, and doing that on a regular basis means that you don't flick from all or nothing, like being super restrictive and not, I never eat takeaway and I never eat junk food and I'm eating really perfect and clean in inverted commas. And then you switch to then eating a whole plate of chicken and chips or half a pizza, right? None of that swinging from extremes anymore. You're just eating and making choices that you're happy with, but you're not going to experience these, you know, massive calorie differences um, as you swing from all or nothing. It's also a lot easier to sort of move on from that. So, you know, the typical problem that arises with people going, oh, I screwed up because I had a whole plate of chicken and chips, is then that flows on to eating poorly for maybe the rest of the weekend. And then you're like, I'm going to start again on Monday. Is you just eat your chicken and chips, half a plate of salad, and then just wake up tomorrow morning and just keep going with your regular habits or the new habits that you're working on. So the next priority is a more nutrition one. And that is aiming for minimally processed protein. One of the things I am finding lately is a decreased desire to eat meat which is not got anything to do with health or environmental reasons. It's more I'm finding just personally I'm just like mm, I'm preferring more carby plant style meals. That's just what I'm wanting but what I'm finding is is that my meals aren't quite as satisfying not leaving me as full for longer. And I'm a little bit out of control with my appetite because my meals are becoming more sort of carb heavy with a little bit less protein. And I also know for a fact that when I do sort of make a concerted effort to ensure that I've got a minimally processed protein source at each of my meals, that I do feel fuller and much better in control of my appetite. And just from weight management long-term, that's a habit that I want to refocus on for myself As well. And so things like, you know, adding eggs to my toast for breakfast or having a really decent handful of chicken breast either in my wrap or in a vegetable soup, you know, making a concerted effort for a serve of fish or chicken at my dinners. And then if I do want to go meat free, I just ensure that my carbohydrate portion is still the similar portion to what I'd eat if I did have a big protein source in there. I put in lots of veggies and I might have something like, usually it's a cheese-based or an egg-based thing, so something like halloumi or feta, just to add a bit of protein into that meal, but keep it vegetarian. So I find that protein can be a really key part for people from a weight management perspective. When I've been working with people over the years to help them lose weight, often them focusing on getting that really good quality, like minimally processed protein rich food at each of their meals and just focusing on that as a habit and not really worrying too much about what else they're eating naturally helps them eat less overall, just purely from the, the appetite management perspective. And particularly if you're really active and you're doing a lot of sport or a lot of exercise, endurance running, HIIT training, dance, absolutely getting sufficient good quality protein across your meals is a great way to ensure that you maintain um, good muscle mass, helps your body build muscle, repair, etc. So that's it for today's episode. I would, again, love if you jumped online, gave this podcast a review, shared it with your friends. Let's get the daily dollop to number one on the health and fitness charts. Otherwise, I hope you're enjoying this current series of my six winter nutrition priorities. Join me tomorrow for the final download of my last two priorities. Otherwise, have a great day, team. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au.